0: Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, St. Poppy. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Sam.
1: This is Chris, the star of the show. <laughs> go ahead, Khalil. Get it over with. Wow.
2: You know, never get no praise anymore.
1: It's Young Khalil Bob Coming the from
0: the N.E.W. Jersey. Come on, man.
1: 2017
3: graduate. Okay. 2017 graduate. 2017 graduate. Yeah, I just want everybody to know I go by the name of St. Poppy now. I came, I came to that conclusion. St. Poppy? Yeah, that that's, my new, that's my new
2: Saint Poppy,
3: hey! You, Saint, said it, you said it, I didn't. Saint Poppy, that's my Saint new name. Poppy. It's my new yeah. name.
1: Yeah, that works. Only that Saint I is. recognize it's West. Shout out Saint West. <laughs> hey, <laughs> shout out Saint West. Go be a prodigy. You hey, think he, a, gonna, he gonna be some serious?
0: When you, he, you, you, think a, up. you think a side is special? You think a side is special? With a name like Saint, <laughs> with a name like Saint, the, <laughs> the sky's the, the limit. Expectations. <laughs> Hey man, yeah. Shout, out, up, shout out to the man yeah. whose father is Jesus. <laughs> That's a big deal. That's St. West, by the way. <laughs>
3: so, man, how's how's everybody week been so far?
2: Let's bring it to the end. Let's let's put it like this. It's so good, I got to take a shot of this crown royal vanilla right now. Take <laughs> that <laughs> shot of that
3: crown, boy. Today is Cinco de Mayo, the drunkard's holiday. Cinco de Mayo. Followed by... St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is probably first. Irish
0: yeah, people drink a Saint lot. St. Patrick is definitely worse. And you, you want to know what's crazy? What? I heard Mexicanos, real Mexicanos, real Mexicans, they don't celebrate Cinco
3: de Mayo. Oh, for real? <laughs> oh, for yeah. real. Why? Isn't that like the Day of the Dead?
0: Yeah. Uh, no, right? that's Dia oh. de los Muertos. Oh, oh yeah. You <laughs> oh, no, I have a lot of these, I always you <laughs> <just laughs> too. The same thing. Yeah. No. Cinco de Mayo is a holiday that only Americans care about. What is it about? Uh. Cultural appropriation—that's what it's about. Oh, but what? No, what's the what? holi- what's, what's what?
3: the original holiday about? Though, what's the original holiday about? Can you? Can someone Google it?
0: <laughs> while okay. I think what I said was 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 correct. I think what I said was correct. But
1: oh my god! <laughs> oh, wow. Cultural appropriation. Yeah, I just, I just got. It. He said it. That's good stuff. Uh, yeah.
3: All I got on Google is the single de Mayo holiday is not a celebration of Mexico's achieving independence from Spain, nor is it a major holiday in Mexico. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's so it all right there It's literally made up So ignore up. Is yeah. it On the holiday, page baby. On the
0: page There was a big X That said false False <laughs> <laughs> oh, False <laughs> Like Cinco de Mayo was a myth So we just made up Another holiday So we like, can drink like Basically yeah. <laughs> Let's just call basically. it What it is <laughs> uh, Another holiday So we can eat uh, <laughs> drink Quesadillas Quesadillas Like some people Like to say Yo man Vegetas 97.9 to buy That golf game By, by I, the way
3: I was to somebody Golf games them jalapenos My best boss what for real? Yeah. Oh, I was just there and I heard I heard um
2: 979 box over there at GoFet. Oh, what are they doing? They're right there at the uh, what's it, Don Pablo's? I don't know. This Mexican restaurant over oh, there. Oh, it's like having <laughs> a party.
1: <laughs> Don Pablo.
2: But uh oh, no, no. no, 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 <laughs>
1: If you ever seen narcos, you should see it by the way. Shut up, shut
0: out my shut on my Latinos, bro, but especially the Mexicans, bro. Houston's East Side, man. Thank God for y'all, bro. Thank God for everything that y'all bring to this country.
3: May, don't you know. dare
0: ever bring up. Don't build a wall ever. We need them. We need them. We need, I, I my, we need them. I love my
1: Hispanic friends. Sh- I hey. love y'all. I really do. I and hoop with one at 24 all the time. Shout out Edward. Shout hey. out Nebitt. Shout my out boy. to people
0: who are mixed with Mexican in them, bro. Uh, shout out to <laughs> my Blacksicans. That's
2: out Hey, man. A Dominican. Yeah, get the Dominican get some shout, love shout, right there. Shout
0: out my man Salvino. Boricua. Hey. Gonzalez. Oh, I gotta got shout, I, I got shout, got shout out Janet. Jalen who? Jalen Atlanta? No. No. Jalen Atlanta. Yeah. Jalen Atlanta, yeah. we love you. Day, Day
1: Chris. Go ahead and shout her, her she, out. She uh, she uh, she was she said I never shout her out, but I know I did. But
2: here it is. <laughs>
1: So get off my back. <laughs> get off my back. Girl. Hey, man.
2: Hey, Def- next hey, time gonna pay me. Say this, we got some love today when I was in Best Buy's. Ever lifting at Best Buy, so shout out to Kendall for that. Okay. Oh. Uh definitely man, oh. say he listens to the podcast ritually. Ritual, Yes sir we, so, we got a uh, fan real fan So this podcast Is
1: not entertainment man It's a, it's a little spiritual too. Yeah, I, man, I can't hey, wait hey, till, we, like, till we, real, like, till we like, actually Blow up And like, start ignoring people Right I, I, It's some fans That just get on my nerves <laughs> I don't <laughs> say their names But he know Who I'm talking about <laughs> get on my nerves And when we get famous I'm gonna just ignoring everything <laughs> You're beneath me I'll answer
0: <laughs> I'll answer everybody's email I'm probably not the one You want to talk to But I'll answer that email right. I'll talk to you No
2: matter how famous we get. Uh, I know, right? right? Look, me and Sam we're the side pieces of the show. I'm not a side piece. <laughs> I'm side never, never have
0: <laughs> I? will, I will bow out the competition before I'm a side piece. Bro, you, you're the biscuit and we're, we're the chickens, bro. <laughs> hey, we're the two piece, bro. Hey, Bila, tell me how that show was last week. What show? Sam, Sam
3: said about? the show was trash. That's what he
1: said. Oh, you? Oh, yeah, oh, you did real? say the show was trash. Okay. You said the show it. was trash? Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> uh, That's fine. I'm Because you 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 went on it? it. That's not why. That's
0: not why I don't think highly of myself like that, bro. You win some, you lose some. And I want
3: to give a shout out to Dr. Reverend Cosby. Um, At Wheeler Baptist, they had a little young adults event where they asked a whole, like basically it was open forum and you could ask him any question. And um, I was there for like an hour and about an hour and a half. And this dude is so freaking brilliant and on point. I was I was thoroughly impressed. And um I spoke with the the associate pastor and he said he he said he's gonna come on the show. He said he's talking to his assistant right now and they're gonna work it in the schedule. So be on the lookout for some of the Wheeler Baptist representatives to come on the show. Which
1: one is this one? This, which which pastor? Um Is it he's the, the one is he the light skinned one? The
3: one with the one with the glasses.
1: Yeah, the light skinned one. Bald head? Hold on, what happened? That's all you need. Bald head, nice-skinned guy, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I don't
3: know. <laughs> I think so. Maybe. Yeah. But, man, I'm talking about. I was thoroughly impressed, man. I mean, I'm just his knowledge of not only like like a, a really solid biblical foundation, but also just his really good understanding of how um, biblical a biblical foundation can create a theology of work, especially working in the African-American community. So, shout out to Mr. Cosby.
1: Man, shout out, uh, shout out, Logic. Man, that album. is Oh, you amazing. heard it already, oh, bro? It? Yes, what? everybody. What? I'm, I'm very name? impressed by Logic. Wow. Man, what is it? I gotta, I'm I very love Logic. impressed like, by Logic. Uh, like, I've been, um, I've been so and what, and
2: everything. what, like,
3: what is the album like? I don't want to give it away.
1: Just put it like this. It, you, you will be very impressed by Logic. Bro, I was, I was it? sleep. I'm sleep. You sleep with Logic. Oh, bro. Hey, hey I'm gonna check it out it great. because you know he black and he white. So he gives you both sides oh that's wow all, that's all Man. i'm saying it was good Everybody. it was good i don't want to overhype it it's in the stores but it was good i don't know if it's in the stores i'm not it's just a, so you don't know I it's, a, a it's on Spotify. it was an album, album. He dropped a new, dropped I'm, new album. I'm saying album, but like
2: you know i didn't know if it's like you know like last album he dropped it was just straight up free and it was just like mixtape it, no, it was i think i think this is like his it like, might like be just, his
1: debut like this is his album for real for yeah real. this is my for real for real now this is his third album well, this is nobody knows. Nobody knows the first three. Is what uh-huh. I'm saying. Nobody the first did. one was
3: pretty good. Had that one song.
1: Okay, but nobody knows Chris, the first I,
0: three. I, I'm with you. Yeah, and when nobody nobody missed logic nobody like didn't mainstream. Oh. He definitely I
3: wrong. like logic. Maybe man. it was just he me. <laughs> bars. <laughs> you no, know I want to give a special shout out t- to today that guy Lavar Ball. I want to <laughs> give a very special yeah, shout out really to really that guy Lavar Ball.
1: I'm Not mad at him. The this thing about daddy. the money, if they, if they say he already sold 5,000 pairs, no, 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 that was this, that was in four hours. <laughs> that was in four hours. He broke. So let's tra- give, he tra- let's tra- tra- give some background. Let's He's give some background. Let's give game, some background. Bro, please. So,
3: there is a very prominent basketball player from UCLA by the name of Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball has two other brothers in high school, LaMelo. Angelo
2: Lee Angelo, yes. Yeah. Did you just say Jello? That's what his nickname, nickname is. Oh.
3: And they're also really good high school basketball players. So these three brothers have a dad by the name of Lavar Ball, who is a character in and of himself. And if you haven't seen him on the media, he's been on every single sports debate talk show in the country, promoting his big baller brand, promoting his sons. He has exuberant confidence in his sons. And He'd be like Chris if Chris was a dad.
0: See,
1: to, see, <laughs> I, see. I take that as offense. I'm, I'm not that confident. Chris, <laughs> I, I, that's, that's kind of disrespectful. No, but just you on to job disrespecting Chris, me. Chris I'm, when he's feeling himself, just out there, just you I'm may even look like a terrible person. <laughs> no, right like, Chris am already confident. I can get anything I want. Oh, no, that is, no, is definitely not that's true. That's not
0: what it is. It's just someone who truly believes in themselves and someone who is an A one top-level, top-shelf promoter. Yeah. He is...
3: So, mm, anyway, so... LeVar's been promoting his sons as some of the best basketball players. And up until recently, his son is potentially going to be one of the first couple picks drafted in NBA. Yesterday... Without signing a deal with a major shoe company, because
0: they rejected him.
3: Because they rejected him because he wanted to be partners and not to be endorsed by them, which is a huge thing I want to talk about as well. Um, um, Lavar re- um, announced that they're releasing Lonzo's first pair of shoes, and the retail price is four hundred and ninety-five dollars. Say that one more time. Lavar is releasing his son Lonzo, who hasn't been, in the, who hasn't played in the NBA. Not a day. Hasn't been drafted yet.
2: Hasn't proven himself. Hasn't
3: proven himself, releasing his debut shoe at a retail price of four ninety-five and also his slides for two hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs>
1: just, just to show a comparison, James Harden shoes cost one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Who's James?
3: So wh- <laughs> how do you guys feel about the how do you guys feel about the the Lonzos, man? The Lonzo twos.
1: <laughs> Honestly, they don't look that bad.
2: I gotta look at this shoe. They don't <laughs> look,
1: I don't think they look that bad. They all right, everybody. Yeah, yeah you're right. They yeah. all right. <laughs> they not. They not. They not the Yeezys. They ain't, you know they ain't gonna knock me out of my feet. Yeah, but I mean, uh, shoot,
2: to so
0: each his own. I'm I'm not. Own.
1: I'm really. I mean, I'm really not mad at him because I mean he started a new trend. He, I mean people like I'm gonna be honest with you. My boy Ray Sanders made a sensational point. We can't be talking about how we want to support black people. And support black businesses, and when somebody make a move that's different, that maybe I kind of outlandish, we want to bash them. That is really? that is a, a great that's statement. A great that's, a that's a great point. That's a sensational point. Sensational. Yeah, those well, are the, yeah, those are them. Well, I'm, um, I'm sorry, Chris. So yeah, I just I, I support 95. I support his uh his business. I support his brand. They don't mean I'm buying the shoe. <laughs> that definitely don't mean I'm buying the shoe. Yeah. But um, but shoot, I mean, damn it, go for no, it. I guess. Now
0: the question anyway, is. No. <laughs> The question is off of that, because I mean, what you what Ray said is true, how can we say we want to support black businesses and then whenever someone comes out there and tries to do something outside of the box, we bash it. But the question is, how can we support him if whenever he's releasing his product, he's ostracizing most of his fans? Because mm. the thing is, majority of his fans, they cannot afford a $495 shoe. That mm-hmm. is a luxury item. The majority of people
1: true, yeah. can't seem to afford. So I mean, you got to look at both sides. I mean, yeah, I hear you. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. Because I mean, But at the, at the same time, he has. He has. He has a product, and his product is for people that want it. We know black people. If, if they, they want, want something, they'll they go get it. Get it. So mm-hmm. Jordan's so they they. to i'm just saying jordan's to, even to their detriment
0: even to their yeah. detriment yes. Yes. jordans are that's you serious what I'm
1: saying. like people pay for jordans all the time you know people that for kill jordan's fat. all the time man so I'm i i'm mean, you can't I, where's
0: the accountability then man because i mean i just i guess that's my problem with him. i mean he yeah made, people made,
1: people been flaming them up like shaq been play, flaming them up saying you know real stars you know they don't sell their shoes for that much i understand um, Starberry, He actually star.
2: Yeah, $15. you make a bunch of
1: Starberry but Starberry is is sensational overseas. Yeah, Boy, um, they love those in China. Yeah, they, man, and he got yeah. a statue <laughs> in China. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? stiff on the But <laughs> but I mean, if we just look at the business, the most came out straight to pay less. <laughs> you gotta understand, people people are buying his shoes, the even celebrities, even they are hypebeasts, even they are fans, and yeah. We don't... Like I said, this is... The shoe don't even come out until six months from now. Yeah, so, he November could make a 27th. lot of money. He could make a lot of money when he gets those shoes away to people. That's unfortunate. We don't know, Sam. Dotted, Well,
0: yeah, yeah, you can say that. But, I mean, I guess... Bro, For me, when, probably maybe first off, the shoes, make. Yeah, <laughs> they right. are... But
3: they're prototypes, though, so they're more expensive.
0: Yeah, they're solid shoes, man. I'm not going to pro- lie. Bro, they look, didn't cost that they much look like it. Kobe's. They look like Kobe's. And Kobe made some pretty excellent shoes, and those shoes look really good, they too. They look good. I guess just whenever I first saw them, and I saw the price, I was wondering, like, this man crazy. is this... <laughs> are you making these means. out of premium materials, and that's why you're justifying the price? Or are you just trying to... Create a greater profit margin for yourself. I think, I think it's brand. So, I just think it's branding. So I mean,
1: you can't call yourself a big baller, big baller brand, and you make anybody not, can buy shoes. Well, you I know, because the thing about a lot of luxury no brands, gold? the thing no. about a lot of luxury
0: brands is, man, what makes them luxury brands? If someone said it's a luxury brand, like they said this is exclusive, they said yeah. only this group of people can get it, and that's what made it a luxury brand. Yeah, so but I think,
1: also, I mean, it's, it's also the price. It's not saying that you know they're not. You know, Lamborghini is not selling at a Camry price. They are selling at Lamborghini prices. Yeah, I, I don't know what you did there, but no was, I'm saying like we you did kind of the, the same thing. No, like. yeah, but you to me, I thought you were saying like it's just the name, like people nah. are just buying the name, but they also buying the quality, the 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 name and the um um. Uh, what am I trying to say? Nah. I don't to know. What I'm a trying to a certain extent, I
0: think just because it's it's uh it's just
2: sometimes big. I think when it comes it, to
0: footwear, bro, he's not getting that leather off of a buffalo that's, <laughs> that you can only peel the leather off of them every six years and they only pre- reproduce every like 10 years it's not something super rare like that it's I'm just, just some regular rare. my leather. thing is with marketing but if you have a I brand
1: you gotta stick to your, your your marketing strategy if their name but is big baller you gotta, is, you gotta you gotta big you can't you baller. can't make it affordable I'm i, I see no change.
2: i see what you're saying but at the same time i don't you can be called big baller and sell your shoe at a decent price, but but because He didn't come profit. in like that. He didn't but, come in like that. But you know, I'm sorry. At the end of the day, it don't matter. I'm sorry. It, it's been proven. People things when shoes are at lower prices and it's more affordable, they sell more and they make up the money because it don't matter. I don't know. That,
1: that's, I don't know if no And
2: thing I would say
3: like, when they're lower price, people don't want them. AKA the Shaq's, exactly, AKA the Marberries. Exactly. I, I think, I, no, I think not Yeezys, ridiculously
1: low. <laughs> are making it are, are sold out all the time. Hype Beasts and Sneakerheads are going to buy the shoes. That's it. There's nothing else to talk about. That's true. They're going to sell out.
0: But another thing is, man, if the shoe is not... When Roshi's first came out, they were $60. Those things flew off the shelves. Mm
3: -hmm. Those things
0: flew off the shelves. Well, yeah. So even even if you make the price super low, if you make a good product... Mm -hmm. It's gonna sell regardless. Yeah, but I, I'm, so I, I'm telling. I like think the marketing.
1: Thing. I mean, you can't just say you can't have big baller brand and just and just make any regular shoe to me. Yeah, that's not the market. That's what I'm trying to say. His marketing from day one wasn't structured like that. Yeah. I mean, did you
0: want to say something? Because I want to say something. So I, I don't know if you want to, to Chris's me. point. Yeah, I don't
3: have all the facts. I'm just going off some numbers I heard. They said he sold 5,000 units, whether that's been in four hours, whether that's been in four days. All I know is someone told me he sold 5,000 units. 5,000 units at roughly $500 a piece gives him $2.5 million in less than 48 hours. I'm telling you right now, I agree with Chris. He knows what he's doing.
0: Yeah, LeVar Ball, hey, he's a a heck of a promoter, bro. He's a heck of a... Man, he's a heck of a crap talker.
2: Now, the question is when they get the shoe, if the shoe is crap, what happens then? Oh, Yeah, from, yeah no 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 free- free- So that's look. That's a setup look. right there. There's your setup. You <laughs> the I'm, shoe not, I'm not saying go out for and it. buy the
1: shoe. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. But I, I am saying, as a business point, as a business <laughs> yeah. mindset. Yeah. Man, he, yeah. got Morgan, you he got your below. He could have made
3: this shoe two thousand. It would have been luxury. No, no. No, Let me tell you. No. Here's what. Here's I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. First and foremost, I think the issue with. Like I said, I like love Chris's point. We need to support black businesses, especially if they're going to invest in the community. That's what I believe in. If Are they investing? I don't know. What was LeVar Ball's reason for making them that expensive? We do not know. Here's what I'm saying. It could be something where the first couple, t- like 20,000 shoes are limited edition, first edition shoes, and they're selling for this price. They have this certain type of design, certain type of signature on them and then afterwards he's going to drop the price because somebody once suggested that maybe he's he's, um selling it at such a high price to get enough money to be able to manufacture the shoes because he's having to do everything himself he's cutting the middleman he's cutting cutting the big organizations so he needs a huge amount of capital how else do you have to gain capital by raising the price and then eventually after he raised enough dollars he can lower the price back to 220 whatever dollars point blank all shoes are overpriced all these shoes, the, the Yeezys At are the overpriced, the Jays are overpriced, the the Hirachis are overpriced. All these shoes are not affordable for the, for the kids.
0: I disagree, but they're not all overpriced.
3: Okay. We're, not just talking, the, about the those, we're, we're talking about payless. the popular shoes that people are storming into the stores to buy. They're, they're overpriced. overpriced. So
2: $130 is... What you got on your feet?
0: I, Key example. I, no, I, I've just, I've just seen the profit margins for it, and I showed them to you as well. How fees? They probably make about six percent off of every shoe. All that money goes different places, like the taxes and things like that. So they, they end up having to charge that much. So my
3: question is: Here's what you, here's what, and like I said, I don't know all these numbers. So, is the quality of Jordans that much better than the quality of the Roshi's? Whatever that shoe you're telling me about, is it that much better? Nah. So, so let's yeah, use that no. number, Sam. You said they're only getting 6%. Usually,
0: that's the average. So here's, here's the what average. I'm
3: saying. Think about it. If 6% is average, you're selling shoe A for $60, you're, you're making some profit, right? Yeah, you're making some profit. But then you're selling shoe B for $200. You can't tell me if it's the same material, the same shipping, the same production that you're only making 6% on Jordans. That,
2: that doesn't yeah. make any sense
3: cuz one shoe is yeah. $140 yeah. more
2: cuz cuz if you look at it really from the the uh, a, if it's an average, there's probably a lot more cheaper shoes than there's more expensive mm-hmm. shoes out there to be honest with you. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's what I'm so I'm saying so the the, is going to base so, off the whole Yeah, industry. so they're making money. So <laughs> if, if the cheapest shoe out there is $10 and the most expensive shoe is let's say Three thousand. <laughs> like
3: some like some blue um blue Intiagos, whatever <laughs> that shoe is.
2: That's a that's a wide
1: gap. Positive average six. I mean, yeah, what Sam is saying is like yeah. Nike's not going up, you know, a million dollars in revenue every year. It's with Nike. Oh, of course not. Because they're spending so much money like on stagnant. other stuff. Yeah, yeah. It kind of goes back right to what Khalil said here, but
0: I'm not gonna get into that. Now, one thing we do need to realize is that based off the market for sneakers, Lonzo uh, LeVar Lavar Ball knew he could do this kind of thing because We've all seen the resellers market when it comes to sneakers. You could buy some for two hundred dollars and then go back a week later and flip that for twice the price. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so at the, get the same money up front. at the same time, man, like what lavar Ball's doing is, man, it's something that we we set ourselves up for. Right?
3: Yeah. When, but also I would even argue, and I and and, and um, I don't want to spend too much time, so I want to alienate the ladies who don't care about shoes. Um, but. One thing I love about Lavar Ball is that he's effing with the system. He's cutting out these middlemen. He's saying, you know what? In order to do business with us, we want to be partners. Literally, Jordan's shoes... People are not buying them because they Nike. they're Nike. Most people don't know Jordans are Nikes. They they're don't. buying them for Michael Jordan, but they're literally giving Michael Jordan maybe 20% of the cut. LeVar, Mark, Le, Levar he's, he Ball reported. is saying. He's happy with that I know, but guess yeah. what? He's happy with that billion, but, but, the, Phil but the, <laughs> the Phil Knight's happy with his $100 or whatever he's getting. You know what I mean? So the point of the matter is what would it look like if we. I mean, the athletes are stopped getting screwed over by these major companies. They start and getting screwed over by these major that corporations can do you know what? A
1: whole lot for the black people. Come community. on, Ooh, man. Let's go. Man. That
3: can do a whole lot. go. we don't need Nike. We don't need that, all bro. those people, Grindel man. Yeah. That. I for love this that. sensation. Yeah. I love
0: messing with the system. For bro. real. Yeah. I that. Break
3: it Our brands,
0: our stuff. Come on. man. This is definitely four cogs in the system. That's definitely for sure. I like it,
1: man. In that thing, you gotta have an outlier. That's why he's doing that's why the price is the way they are. Yeah. They gotta control yes but shoot if it works <laughs> yeah. hey bro Sam, don't Sam, Sam, think about it bro yeah.
3: one day in the future when little um what's that your son's name is ibrahim or whatever his name is comes into the world that and I, and the ibrahim twos come out and you can say i don't have to go to nike and get my son a five percent deal i can come out with the ibrahim twos and get sixty percent of the shoes you telling me you wouldn't be in favor of that for your son and your future and your family and legacy? You can,
1: and you can put the price wherever you want to. Come on, to, man. Come nah, on, man. I'm gonna let Ebrah shine, bro. I'm gonna let Ebra shine. Oh, no, I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, man, you, right. You can place the like it's his business, as they brand. They can make whatever price they
2: want. You're right. And they can't that, you know what? That, at that, the end of the day. At the end of the day, like you said, yeah. we we need to support our people out there. You know, if that's what if that's what it takes to make the difference, you know, man, I'm all for it. I ain't a shoehead I ain't, yeah, so I ain't, I ain't a the shoehead point. either I, buy the shoes. Like, I ain't buying I ain't buying y'all the wanna shoes. go yeah. buy It's I'm ball mean. means <laughs> That's for y'all Irby, At go. the end of the day I'm not buying the shoes <laughs> I'll go buy yeah,
3: we ain't buying it. Kobe 8s <laughs> Alright so on that note We're we gonna go ahead And I'm take at. a quick commercial break We are the roommates And this is the Conor Podcast Network Alright we're back We are back Welcome, 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 welcome. In case you were just now joining us and you skip forward into the podcast, you need to go back and check us out. So this Sunday, I missed out on a new series that came out on CNN. I don't like CNN, by the way. I think it's trash, but that's neither here nor there. A new series came out on CNN called United Shades of America. And it had that one dude with the Afro. I forgot his name. is a little comedian dude. Kamal or something. Kamal, whatever his name is. And he, and what I like about him is that he's going around and he's having conversations with people that you've never had conversations with. So on one episode, he met up, met up with the KKK, <laughs> had a conversation with them. And then last Sunday, he met up with Richard Spencer, the alt-right guy. And then they said this upcoming Sunday, he's going to Chicago. And he's gonna meet up with like gang leaders in Chicago. I'm, really, I really look forward to that this Sunday. Some of them GDS, yeah, them GD vice the lords. <laughs> so we were, we we checked out the episode with Richard Spencer. And if you guys haven't watched, it, just YouTube search "United Shades of America" Richard Spencer's like episode two, um episode season one episode one, and it has no season two whatever season it is. I forgot. It was two season two episode one, and so it's not a new series. Hmm. Season two, episode one, and there's an interview with him and Richard Spencer. If you're not all too familiar with who Richard Spencer is, look him up. Um, He is known as the leader of a new movement called the alt-right. There's many different views on the alt-right, but they lean towards white supremacy, Western, supporting Western values, and making America great again.
0: Okay. Yeah.
3: So we watched the episode. We all watched it. Chris, were you able to watch it? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. <laughs> so we all watched it for the most part. And it was really interesting conversation. I have some I have some things I want to say about it.
2: But go I go ahead and get off your chest then, I fish you, 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 know, you
1: know you want to go ahead and start, bro.
3: Yeah, so
2: <laughs> go ahead, man. It's all you right now. Ooh.
3: With with the alt-right, I think it's fascinating. I think it's fascinating because... That
2: they can think like that?
3: That they, think, that they can think like that. Also, I want to bring one of them onto the show. What happened? Oh. I want to bring... I really would love to bring one of them onto the show and have a conversation with them. But what's really fascinating is I predicted the alt-right... The creation of the alt-right years ago. I predicted the creation of the alt-right. And what I mean by that is that a long time ago, I saw that what was going on in this country is this dem this um demonization. No. this vilification. That's the word I want to look for, use of this the white males, right? Like in an attempt to build up minority groups, I saw people really looking down upon white males, like you have all this, like, ap- I apologize for my whiteness. Uh, MTV had to show this little series about white people having to see what, like, wh- what being white really is, and how much privilege you are over everybody else. And it created such a sense of, like, a culture where being a white male was now like the worst thing possible. And so I just saw in my mind, I said, you guys keep on ostracizing these people. Eventually, they're going to come back and bite you. The same thing happened with the gays. same thing happened with the Jews. same thing happened with the African-Americans. Whenever you ostracize a group of people, and I know people will get mad at me for using this correlation, but whenever you ostracize a group of people, no matter what a group of people may be, they will unite and they will come together and they will come seeking vengeance.
2: And you get Trump.
3: And you get Trump. (laughs) So I see this alt-right movement as a bunch of disgruntled white Americans who are sick and tired of people demonizing them for being white. And they're just now really embracing their quote-unquote whiteness. And some of them are really bad, like the extremist, such as Richard Spencer's, but some of them, I see it as, they are just simply, and people will hate me for saying this, but they remind me of what blacks did in the 70s and 80s by saying, you know what, I'm actually proud to be this color that you're, you're telling me is problematic. And so, that's some of my views about them. I was just curious to, after watching the episode and hearing a little bit about them, what did you guys get from it?
2: Sam? Yeah,
0: so I guess I, I don't have too much to say, but I guess to follow what Hafiz was saying, I can see how this group kind of came to be. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I remember a while back we had a friend of ours over here hanging out with us, his name's Marshall. Marshall. And uh, he he was telling us how nowadays – And excuse me for saying this, it's hard to be a white person. Because just like Hafiz has been saying, they've been demonized, they've been vilified. Everything that's going wrong is because of who they are. Um, Even whenever it's not. like Like even in settings where it clearly has no relation to them, they're the white devil. They're whatever this may be. And I mean, I'm not here as an apologist for white America, but I mean- I can understand emotionally how that can make you feel. I understand how emotionally that can put you at a place where you become defensive. And I mean, as black people and people who've been oppressed, um, well, as a black man, someone who's been who's been oppressed, uh, I can I can understand. I can understand how they came to be. Okay, so this that's the sh- beginning of what I'm gonna say. I can understand how they came to be as defense for themselves, as sticking up for themselves, even though low key they might not need that.
2: yeah go for it go for it this is definitely swallow your pride day um (laughs) (laughs) but you know i've actually said this a lot and y'all heard me say this man regardless white black mexican the problem is we like to go in a circle we like to repeat the same things over and over again as a culture we like to we like to be oppressed and then oppress and Mm. It, the circle will never stop unless we That's end That's deep. It. That's deep. You can say that again, boy. <laughs> say that and, one more time, Clearly. Man, we like to we like to be oppressed and then oppressed. Mm. <laughs> like it, the circle That's will deep. never Bars. stop if we don't if we don't stop it. If we don't stop the chain, if we don't can't sit there and help a brother, a sister, whether they white, black, or whatever, because they all your brother and sister, because they came, they all came from God mm. at the end of the day. If we can't help them and not feel any type of way, not want nothing from them, not have anything to gain, not have anything to gain. Just help them because it's the right thing to do. And just don't. And then, you know what you tell them to get to return that back to you? Help somebody else. And then, you know, what when you help that person, tell them I don't need nothing back. Just help somebody else. Continue this and break this circle. And stop repeating the same things because at the end of the day, so after after white America gets over it and they had a spree, then what? we going to go back to black America, mm-hmm. then back to Hispanics, and we're just going to start it all over again? Mm. I mean, how many years? Mm. How long have we been playing the same song and dance? Mm. And it ain't nothing changed. I go back to the same thing every time. Does anybody know what the definition of insanity is? Yes. <laughs> Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Mm. that's all we do
0: yeah that's a good point the that's a good point that you kind of bring up uh kind of goes back to the idea i mean right now i see a whole lot of pro-black kind of things are focused on bringing down someone else so we can be lifted up but i mean shout out to Charlamagne and some other people they kind of see that what it should be about is about Lifting your own self up, mm-hmm. having confidence in your own self, believing in your own self, and doing something different for yourself instead of getting up by dragging someone down. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a pretty good concept that you bring up, That's
2: playing somebody else's game right there, man. Mm. Dragging someone else to bring yourself. That's some, somebody else started that, and it worked. Yeah. So let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, some things that do work need to be broken. That's Sorry.
3: good. That's good. <sighs> you know it's your turn. Bum, bum, bum. bum.
2: Let's go start the show. Wait, hold up, man.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, man. I'm just... shout, out for, <laughs> shout out to Urban League. Bro, yeah, Urban League right here. Let's go. <laughs> Y'all gonna stop disrespecting <laughs> Urban League. Man, hey, nobody.
2: We just shout it out. Man. Y'all about. gonna start
1: making a joke about it, all right? <laughs> give them that plug real quick, bro, bro.
2: Come on.
1: I give them the plug when they need the plug. All oh, right? okay. Shout out to Urban League. Man, <laughs> 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 man I really I really. Think... I really like the Urban League. Why y'all making it? The bro, we, there's <laughs> nothing <laughs> wrong with the Urban League. <laughs> I'll be there with hey, you one day. Hafiz, let me be honest with you. There's no need for the camera to be on. Bro. I'm not saying nothing special, bro. <laughs> I'm go. not saying nothing special. To be honest <laughs> with y'all. Hafiz's question said, what was my uh, our first my first thought? Yeah, what right? right. yeah. <laughs> Uh, about? I actually didn't give a crap. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't. I, I was like, man, this is this is not. They're not going to do nothing. This is, to me, is I don't I don't even see the point. And I see the point in talking about it, but I don't see my point in like, man, I got to really just sit here and mold this over because this really may happen. It's not going to happen in my mind. Um, what Khalil said was just perfect. Um, definitely, she did to stop seeing color and help, help everybody out, help <laughs> each other out. Um, but as far as to. Was is, is it all? Is it all right or all white? I don't understand. Alt like like control alt, alt delete alt right, like like alternative right. Oh, okay, I'm thinking he's saying all white. <laughs> I just like, that, well, that's, that's, that's really, really extreme. Like
0: they're white supremacists.
1: I got you. Yeah,
0: but they're like friendly, like. Really, they got a lot of charisma white supremacists. I hear you. They're cool white supremacists. It's definitely a weird show today. (laughs) I mean, just, I
1: don't, I I just don't see them, I don't even see them really just giving them, you know, time to really talk about them because to me, it's just no point. Like, they don't even deserve it. Like, this is stupid, honestly. Like, I just don't understand. Like, they really think something. Like they really think that their ways is going to happen. Hey, it's not even the point. I'm really, nah, about. Well, like, mean, that's my that's my thought. Yeah, that's my original thought when it popped in my head. I was like, man, I, I, I'm not even gonna give this time. But since we're here, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what he was saying was interesting because I guess the point he where he
0: was coming from was a point of like defense. Like, man, we've been put down and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's trying to make America white again. Yeah, <laughs> those, are, those are quotes. He's trying to yeah. make America white again. He's like, man, look at what America is today. He said, it's built by white people. White people have all this white privilege. We're in mm. these positions of power. Actually, like, man, the reason it is this way is because of us. And it was just like, man, for me, that was kind of that was kind of interesting because like- America wasn't built by white people. No, Let's no, no. Check, it no. was built by some immigrants, right? And, exactly. And white, <laughs> people, and white people were those immigrants. But what he's saying is, <laughs> is America that? wouldn't be what it is today. Mm. If it wasn't for white people white immigrants yeah like <laughs> it it wouldn't be as great as it is today like i mean pretty much the top of the world center of capitalism mm. just all the dreams that people think about when they come to america or live in america he said it wouldn't be what it is today if it wasn't for white people so and we didn't he didn't ride said, on others backs, and he, he, he said be here. and he said what he wants to do is keep that the same way that's his defense. Like, oh, America's so great. Well, guess what? I'm in charge. I'm in power. You see that? You see white privilege? Let's keep it that way. That's what mm. he was saying. And I'm like, man, I mean, that's kind of interesting. I I, got uh, some, I, got I don't some, necessarily I, like,
1: I don't necessarily agree with that he's I, because I mean, black people uh, had I mean, not not just black people, but immigrants, black everybody, yada yada yada. I mean, they made up some key stuff. Like, bro, was just the black man invented the "daggum stop" night. Like white people didn't do that, you know. He yeah. didn't just, you know, we if air conditioning, you know, you love your air conditioning. Black people did that. Like I, I not he, it off he so can't, can't just. Curl, he's all <laughs> wow. look how great America is because no. <laughs> wow. great America is it's because of white people. No,
2: it didn't take one person. To build exactly. No, it, it did didn't not take one, one race, person. Race, not take one, one color, race.
1: Color. Nothing. One like ethnicity. First of all, black then, people was brought over here against their will, so they say fault. Number one, you yeah. want
0: to be They're real. The only ones who weren't immigrants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's throw that out there. Ben so I'm just saying, says like, otherwise. actually, and Native Americans, they were. not immigrants. they were already here. here. They were already here.
1: <laughs> I'm saying, like, he can't just talk about, oh yeah, look, look at what we did. No, bro, no. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not giving him that. I'm not no, giving him I, I agree, all bro. of the credit. I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. That. I, yeah.
2: I agree, cause uh, like there's key advances just in science. That there's so many other cultures attributed. And then, you know, even now, today, what's making America great is immigrants. The immigrants that are coming over here getting education. And then then they, you know, the key problem is they said a lot of them are leaving and going back to their home countries.
0: Psych. They're not leaving. They're no, staying. That,
2: it actually it said it was it was actually shown in the study. A lot okay, let me let me rephrase yeah, yeah, this. They're not leaving, pretty their pretty money is leaving. Mm. Hey, I don't want us to stay. No, and thing. I think I think what's interesting is that
3: I think and like I said, I'm playing a little devil's advocate here. So was I, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> playing a little devil. And here's what I'm here's what I'm seeing. <laughs> Richard Spencer sees that I'm a white male. Mm-hmm. And living in a country of white privilege benefits me. Right? If the country changes and the privilege. Power shifts to another group. Now I'm going to be at a disadvantage. Because, and let me explain to you why. If, like to Khalil's point, if the black people get into power, who are they going to help? They're black people. You know what I mean? Who are they not going to help? The white people. You know, if the Asians get into power, who are they going to help? The Asians. If the gays get into power, who are they going to help? The gays. So he's seen it as, man, this America is trying to kick me out. And to some extent, I believe he has justification for that. Because if we would talk about creating a country in which all people have equal opportunities Mm -hmm. and privileges, then everybody can be down for it. But so much of the rhetoric is Oh, white people suck. Oh, we hate white people. 80% of white people are the devil. Like, there's so much negative language around white Americans that I see why some of them feel like, oh, now it's us versus
2: them. It's us versus them. I feel you. And I get that. And like I said, we got to break circle. Key thing is, though, Austin. Um, Austin. <laughs> Abiz, mm-hmm. I don't know where Austin came from. Yeah, bro. He's not a white boy. <laughs> <Abiz. Austin. laughs> it was what he was saying. <laughs> it came out. <laughs> uh, it, but. Uh, Same poppy. Same poppy. But they started that way. Yeah. They made it to where it was survive. It was fight. It was Push somebody else down and put yourself up. Yeah. So now it's coming back to bite them in the ass. Yeah. And here's, <laughs> and
3: here's what I'm saying. You're right, Khalil. But imagine if you were a white male right now, Khalil. That that's coming back to bite you in the ass wasn't your fault. That was your ancestors' fault. They were the ones who grabbed right. the slave. I didn't right. grab no slave. I didn't do this. I didn't right. do all that stuff. And now right. why am I? Why am I now the devil because of what someone did 200 years ago? So now it's either be, join your team and be called a white devil or join his team and be white superhero. I mean,
1: you can play that on both sides. Yeah. Cause and you can say, oh man, oh, there go that black guy. He's a, a murderer. All black guys are murderer." No, that's not true. You can say it both ways. Now, I think the reason why they still have that, oh, all white people are evil, all white people are bad is because we still experience the same oppression, racism today. I.e. what happened during the summer. Yeah. So, when we still have, you know, white officers killing young black kids for whatever reason. What
2: do you think is going to happen?
1: What do you think is going to happen? You know, I, I, obviously people are going to, you know, say, man, here we go again. That ain't going to change. This, uh, this is the same story, different day. Mm-hmm.
2: That's what's going to happen.
3: Yeah.
1: No, it, I it, agree.
2: And the key, like you say, man, if it. <sighs> if it stopped, it would be, it would be not, a problem. Not, yeah. not just that. Because let's let let's be honest. It'll never stop completely. Yeah, I, I will live in true. a realistic world. It that's will true. never stop completely. It don't care if 90% of the population change, 10%. It's still going to be the way that it is. Honestly, black America, white America, Mexican America, Asian America, all of everybody, if you don't forgive your brother next mm. to you, you'll Oof. never get away in this world. That's deep. Say that one more time. Loud everybody, and clear. if you don't forgive the brother next to you, well, despite whatever color they are, you'll never will, ne- will never change. Mm. You're going to keep hating. They're going to keep hating. Mm. And we going to keep going. We do the same song and dance. Mm. That's if so you don't powerful. sit there and just say, you know what? It happened. I can't change it. You can't change it. We didn't do it. We weren't around for that. Mm. That's not our fault. You didn't do it. Mm. I didn't do it. Mm. You know, I didn't ask for that. You know mm. this 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 was thrown upon me. This yeah. this way of life was thrown upon me. But who, but that doesn't matter mm. that it was thrown upon you. You you today you can wake up, you can change it. Mm. Every day you can change it. Yeah. It may to you it may it may feel hard. It may feel like the hardest thing in the world. You may feel like you're not having an impact in the world. You may feel like you're throwing a rock into a large ocean mm. and the ripples will never reach the end. Mm. But guess what? You started the ripple. Mm. And that ripple may hit some other ripples, yeah, and then it bro. may go somewhere. I'm looking boy, a inspired, man. Goodness bro. gracious, that,
3: man, that was. We gotta. We're gonna stop that section right there on that. Gosh bro. dang it, bro. Khalil. Who? What we <laughs> have learned from white supremacy?
1: Goodness gracious, goodness Jesus. gracious. So,
3: Khalil, that was beautiful. I'm not gonna say anything more. That's the
1: alcohol in this. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, that
3: graduation that's the, right on, there. <laughs> on and on then. Chris's <laughs> note, on Chris's note about police officers killing unarmed black men we all know what happened in the news again Jordan Edwards I'm reading this from NPR here's the title it says teen shot dead by police as his car was driving away chief says Jordan Edwards, a high school freshman, was leaving a house party in a Dallas suburb last Saturday night. What suburb was it? Do you know what suburb? Block Springs. Boss okay. Springs. Okay.
0: It's by Mesquite.
3: With several <laughs> friends when police officers arrived outside. Officers were investigating a complaint about noisy teenagers in the neighborhood and they heard gunshots in the area as they approached. Within minutes, the black 15 year old passenger had been killed, shot in the head by an officer through the front passenger window and pronounced dead at the hospital shortly after. The next day, Ball Springs police chief Jonathan Haber apologized to Edwards' family at a news conference explaining the situation by saying the vehicle was backing towards the officers in an aggressive manner. But by Monday afternoon, however, Haber had retracted that account. Basically, Summarize it. They reviewed the body cam and that account was false. It was false. He wasn't backing away. He was actually trying to leave the party. So, Chris, I know you communicated multiple times about how during the summer the shootings of uh, Philando Castile, Alton Sterling, how that really gripped your heart. Um, From my understanding, I may be wrong. This is the first real prominent unarmed black man shooting of 2017. Like, currently, how are you guys feeling about it? And how are you processing another death of another unarmed black male?
1: I think that silence says everything.
2: Man. (laughs) Man, my feelings is hurt, man. Every time uh just keeping it real uh at any point in any time any one of my brothers in this room, it could be one of us at any day and that's that's a reality and it you know and it hurts to live in that reality and all I want us to do is change man for 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 our kids' sake and to 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 not have to worry about am I gonna make it to see another day. You know, I I we, you we know we we had, we didn't even grow up in the hood like that. Just and to still have to worry about having to make it see another day. And I I wanna keep it honest with everybody out there. Don't go out there and blame off every officer that you see. That is never gonna be the answer, man. And, and I know it's a lot of our our first instincts to blame every cop we see for what happened. For some for one cop's actions, I know we wanna do that. But we can't. I'm gonna stick by my principles right now and you gotta forgive, and you gotta you gotta move forward in a stronger way, and make every make your kids aware. You know, you blend, all your hate is at that one officer who did it. You can't take it out on every officer, cause that one officer that you think you taking out wrong, he could have been the officer that saved your life, and you don't even know. So we got to we got to be strong, very powerful people, very wise people who can. Who who have the capability of making a difference, protecting our kids, protecting our families, and yes, we 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 have to we have to weed out the wicked, and you know, send a, a better example, and you know, and as police officers, y'all have to set a better example and, and make it known. And there's police out there, because you know, time to time again, I'll see it on Facebook, you know, of a of a cop just. Just doing the right, just you know, just showing the cop doing the right thing. I know. Right now, we got a lot of cops being shown as doing the wrong thing. But for every wrong cop out there, there's there's about three more cops doing the right thing, and we don't see that. So right now, we have a we have a a deep hatred for the cops, deep hatred for police, especially as black people. Right now, we do, and we we got to stop. It's wrong. It hurts, but. We have to find another way to make our point than, you know, what happened in Dallas just shooting at each other. Cause all that's gonna end in is more blood. I don't got more, nothing to say, man.
0: I don't got feelings, nothing to say. Man. I was really hoping. I I mean I, whenever it happened, I saw I saw I saw I saw a little head I saw little like clips or headlines on the bottom of my screen and all that kind of stuff. Every single last time I scroll past it, just so I wouldn't have to see it, bro. Just so I wouldn't have to feel what I'm feeling right now. I tried to avoid it so bad. God just didn't want to deal with it one more time, bro. It doesn't get any better. It doesn't get any better. Even though it's been, gosh dang, about eight months since the last huge one, it doesn't feel any better, man. I tried so hard to avoid it. So hard. And then I hear it right now, not even in full detail, I tried not to know what the kid's name was. I tried not to hear facts about him, man. But even right now, bro, hearing this at this very moment, man, it's like the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. Because we all know a reason it was for. We all know he died just for the color of his skin. We know that car wasn't moving aggressively. We, we know. know that boy got popped in his head. That boy's head is busted. He got shot in his head. He got shot in his head. So actually, and we got to hear about that. I don't got freaking nothing to say, man. I don't got nothing to say. I hate hearing about this. I try to avoid it to the best of my ability, bro. I wish it wasn't I wish it wasn't the real world.
3: So I think it would be um I think it would be really really um interesting to potentially in the future bring a police officer or police chief on the show just to you know extend this conversation a bit further and to get a bit a better understanding of the situation and what went on um and my my thinking of the situation right now is this is not going to end like this kid is not going to be the last name we're going to hear of unfortunately like khalil said being realistic police officers are going to take away people's lives they have weapons and unfortunately colored lives will be taken away what do we as people what do we as african americans What do we as Americans who care about these lives of these individuals, what are practical things that we can do? Because to me, I know people are doing good things, and this would be a great time to have Ashton on the show to maybe talk to him about some of those things that are going on. But what are some of these practical things that we can do? Because being upset is not going to change the next name from popping up, as we can see from the summer. What can we possibly do?
0: Move
1: to Africa.
2: <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> Go ahead, Bill. I'm gonna feel like
1: you something. Oh uh, uh, man, what can we do? <sighs> okay, first of all, um just wanna oh, just think about this his family, what they're going through, just wanna pray for them. But I think I think it all starts out with prayer. Because um, some of like some some of these things we have no control of and we just gotta give it to God, especially at this point. Um but just to answer some of uh, Hafiz's question, um man, you gotta you gotta you gotta pick a movement. You gotta you gotta pick you gotta pick a vehicle that's gonna that's going to that creates change. That that can be that can be a school, you can be a teacher, you can impact these young kids' lives, that could be a church, you can do ministry. That can be an organization in Houston. That can be volunteering with, you know, homeless, the orphans. Anything, any vehicle that creates social change is a practical way that you can have an impact. And also families. Families that stick together and raise people of just good people in society. I think that's like the most practical answer I can give um, besides praying because you just got to give the God. All your problems, all your worries, all your hurt, you got to give to God. Um, so, Chris, I don't want to – and not just giving it to
3: Chris. I know a lot of people may say that's so cliche because we can't bring him back right like this idea of giving it to god it, p- people will argue that's cliché they want to know we're living in the world what can we as human beings in the world you made some great points about serving the community and giving back to the community so what are some other practical things that we as people in this world can do to prevent situations like this from happening or is there nothing we can do
1: <laughs> isn't that... okay I don't know what answer y'all looking for. I don't know what answer Hafiz is looking for. I don't know what answer Sam or Khalil is looking for. But getting involved is the best I got. Conversations with the opposite race, conversations with officers can be another way to create change. Um, but I don't, I don't know where else to go mm-hmm. besides the Lord at this point. Mm. Like, I don't... It's there ain't
2: nothing wrong with that, you know. I was, as, like, I, really, know, as, I really, I really don't.
1: A, I, I, I know it sounds cliche. I know because I, I experienced in my own life. You do things for God, you, you make worship decisions, and it doesn't work out, and you're frustrated and you are angry. Mm-hmm. I, am, I'm living through that today. I understand, but where else you gonna go?
2: Yeah. And that's how we all do have to understand. It's another topic for another day. you gotta understand that's how faith works.
0: Mm. Man, I just. I guess what I want to do, man, because I, I, I don't feel good. <laughs> this ruined my whole night. That go a lot of y'all, bad, But what I want to do, man, is I just want to um, give some credit to or just shout out some friends of mine, man. I don't have many white friends. I don't think any of us do on this table. The world is a very segregated place once you actually come into or leave high school and all that kind of stuff. It was a very segregated place. I don't have many white friends, man, but I think I want to take this time to uh, – I guess just praise uh some of my friends uh i spent the night with them tonight uh frank janine riley and kyle uh the cusimano family man yes, uh, Lord. they've uh they've shown me nothing but love um and i mean we started from scratch <laughs> <laughs> i it, like if they looked at me in the middle of the street like god knows what they were thinking if i looked at them in the middle of the street you know god knows what we were thinking but we've we've worked we built the friendship. Um, and man, we we ate together today.
1: And and the, and just to give some context, that's Sam is talking about him and I's growth group. So like where we go to Bibles. Bottles. That's also cool to Claytons. That's also uh, including Eric Holmes. Because that, that was um that was right after the summer. We literally joined a all white Bible study where we're the youngest single black kids of probably the whole church that was there and we knew we had we like we're not we're not gonna go to that church but we had to stay plugged in somewhere and we decided to go stay in that bible stick i feel like god placed hey, us there it, for a reason it, and you
2: gotta break bed with the opposite side man no,
1: and got to like the love the character the to the, what they have 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 shown us like no.
0: what they've shown us is it is incredible, bro. What they're showing us is just, man, the possibilities of what could be. And they listen. Yeah, they listen they, to our problems. They mm-hmm. listen, man. And mm-hmm. sometimes they come with prejudice, man, but we we talk about it, man. Yeah. We grow. We learn from each other. Because I'm not going to lie, bro. Whenever I came into it, I was not in a
1: good place with white people. No, you, we, me <laughs> you wasn't. That was probably <laughs> we, our last straw. We, like, If this doesn't work, we're done with white we, people. We, Honestly. we
0: We weren't in a good place with white people, bro. But, man, God, man. God really blessed that. God really yeah. blessed that man. And I'm he used that. And we and I'm glad to say, man, I got really good white friends who I know that kind of thing would never happen with. You know what I'm saying? Yes, or sir. who are who are willing to learn and grow and come out of that kind of thing. And I've learned a lot too. Yeah. You know, like I bro, it's crazy, I got a white friend. You know you what got I'm a saying? white friend, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I get to enjoy that. I get to enjoy another person, bro. Not even another not even the color or any kind of thing like that, bro. But just like I get to enjoy another person who's different from me. And love one another because of that, man. So I just really want to give a big shout out to that, bro. Mm. Like that's man, that's what the future is, bro. Yeah. Like, man, that stuff's heartbreaking. Yeah. It really is. It doesn't ever get easier, man. But man, yeah. I just want to thank my friends for I mean, just giving me hope.
3: That's a little great. bit of hope. And hope is all that we need. And um to to um, get back to the original point about tangible solutions. Um, For most people who don't know know about me, um, I've spent probably the past four years of my life working. I was working at an inner city school called um, Dunbar Middle School. Shout out to Dunbar and Stop Six Community. One of the oldest historic black communities in Fort Worth. And I've been studying um, tangible ways to improve um, the African American community. Tangible ways to make this, um, these communities a better and safer place for all people and I actually put together a bit of a document of all the ideas I've had and all the solutions that I've created in my mind that could potentially be able to provide some type of um, solace to our impending struggles and to begin I want to share um, if you guys don't mind, I want to share the first page of this document, and then I want to share with you guys some of the tangible solutions I had to the police issues. Um, I start off, I'll start off by saying this. So imagine you are seated in a room, and there's a girl named Sarah sitting beside you who has been sneezing all day. How would you help deal with this problem? Would you a ignore Sarah because you don't know who she is? Would you b give Sarah a tissue? Would you C, give Sarah medicine, or would you D, take Sarah to see a doctor? If you don't know Sarah, you're more than likely to choose A and ignore her and move on with your day. If you know Sarah or can sympathize with her situation, you more than likely will choose B and give her a tissue. If you are good friends with Sarah or can empathize with her situation, you will more than likely choose C and try your best to get her some medicine. If Sarah is a part of your family, you will more than likely choose D and take her to see a doctor, which will cause you to sacrifice your time and resources in order to improve her condition. You see, the reality of the matter is, the closer you are to a person who is experiencing a problem or issues, the more likely you will take an action and sacrifice to help that person overcome this problem. So under that note, let's try another scenario. So you're sitting in your bedroom and you turn on the news and you hear about a boy named Jordan who's been shot and killed unjustly by a group of police officers. How would you help deal with this problem? Would you A, ignore him because you don't you don't know who he is? Would you B, go to social media and put up comments and hashtags about the issue? Would you C, go to the city where Jordan um, was shot and march about the injustice? Or would you D, work with the police force in town to not only get justice for Jordan, but to also prevent tragedies like this from happening again? Similar to the first situation, the closer you are to the person or issue, the more likely you will be moved to action in order to fix the issue or root problem. If you don't care, you won't be moved to action. If you can sympathize, you will move to a little action. If you can empathize, you will be moved to a larger action. If this problem affects you at your core, you will sacrifice to make a change. You see, the reality of the matter is, in order for true change and healing to occur, or occur for those who have been hurt in our country, we must have hearts of compassion that will leave the hands. To action i'll say that one more time in order for true change and healing to occur for those who are oppressed and hurt in this country we must have hearts of compassion that will lead to hands of action without a tangible and practical move to action change will never occur and the same problem will happen over and over again for generation after generation you see guys what needs to happen is there needs to be practical moves to action within all people what I'm hearing about your friends is that they're now having what's called hearts of compassion you see when we hear about these stories there's not enough people who are whose hearts are being gripped by these lives being lost but the more and more these stories touch closer to home the more and more people will be more likely to, to want true change to happen with these police officers and that's what I believe we need to move forward to so I currently have in my document seven tangible ways, sorry, six tangible ways to create police change that will prevent situations like this from happening again. Like I said, these are six ways that I've come up with within my own studies and my own research. If you guys have more ways, please send it to our email address at theroomypodcast at gmail.com and we would love to share them on next week's episode. Like I said, right now, here are six tangible ways that I have that will be able to provide long-lasting and hopefully um, true change in urban communities with police relationships. The first change that I have is you can meet with the police chief um, or your local community. I'm uh, um, sorry. You can meet with the police chief of your local community and create plans to tangibly build healthy relationships between the police and police and, and the citizens. If the police view the citizens as the enemy, and the citizens view the police as enemy, there is going to be constant conflict. So. You as a citizen, you can right now email your local police chief. You can email him and you can set up a meeting and have these conversations to build these bridges. I remember after the Philando Castile event, Snoop and the game, they were in, they, they went up to LAPD and they had a meeting with their local police chiefs. We can do the same exact thing. Another one is that we can invest money in training police and minority communities to be able to better understand and serve the community. The problem is a lot of these police officers who are coming into our communities, they don't know the people. They are afraid of black people. They view black people as threats. They view them as criminals. How do you respond to criminals? You don't try to... Slow down criminals. You don't try to um, capture criminals. You try to kill criminals. So there must be some type of training, some sensitivity training, which leads to the third one in police academies to, in order to educate the cadets about the issues facing people in inner cities, as well as understand the subconscious bias they have towards minorities. There must be some type of psychological evaluation, and we as citizens should invest our money to create this change. Another thing that I believe is possible is to join the local police force in our community. The problem is, if we know, there's cr- we know that, uh, um, unlike Ashton, I believe you can't get rid of police. I believe police is a necessity. So if we know we need police. We need to create healthy Better police. How can we do so? Healthy, wiser, intelligent people who are rational are not trying to take other people's lives should join the police force. Maybe some of you guys listening in today, you will be the ones joining the police force and making a long-lasting change. Um, another thing is, police need to police one another and make sure that they make sure that they're keeping the moral integrity of the group up um make sure the moral integrity of the group is up kept. meaning that the whole blue code of silence they need to they need to go away they need to have more respect for the lives of these children than the lives of or the reputation of their partner so this blue code of silence they need to find ways to remove it and the last thing is oh. Oh. i believe that with with um the um the uh, there needs to be better training so that the police officers won't Pull, go to shooting first. There is a huge issue with people shooting first. They said they shot him with a rifle. They shot this kid with a rifle. Why the heck would you pull up to a house party and pull out your rifle? You know what that shows me? That showed me that you ain't got no hands. That showed me that you do not know what you're doing. So there needs to be better combat training so that these officers are not pulling their, their, their rifles, let alone their handguns, at the first sign of trouble. So those are six ways that I've had that I've written up. If you want the full document with all these different things that I've provided, send me an email. And like I said, if you have other ways, send us email. But my biggest thing is that we need to start coming up with solutions. We need to start coming up with plans. We know that we have to be the initiators of the change that we want to see in America. Any uh, closing statement, guys, as we move forward?
0: other than just man I appreciate you being the voice that says man I mean there's a time to grieve like you gotta grieve you gotta grieve that's necessary man we gotta come together that's the best thing whenever this happens one of the best things that comes together one of the best things is just, it's just the way people come together um, but after that you need to work you gotta do something so I'm glad that you uh, that you said to our listeners and just I mean the rest of America man we gotta Man, your heart, your heavy heart, man, has got to push you to action. Mm-hmm. You got to do something. You got to do
2: something. Cool. That was
0: needed. Khalil?
2: I've said my piece tonight, honestly. You said you said the rest of it, you know, and um, and all we can do is go from there. The best thing Hafiz
1: said, if you have, if something impacted your heart, it would make you change. So join a vehicle that's already there that you can make an immediate impact. That I mean, please, please join a vehicle. Do something. You care about black people? Go to a black organization. That's it.
3: So on that note, I'm a um, thanks, Chris. Thanks, Khalil. Thanks, Sam. Um, as I said at the beginning of the show, this is your boy Saint Poppy, and we are the roommates, and we are on the Conduit kind of Podcast Network. And this has been the best hour of your week. Like, and and I want to say one more thing that Sam pointed out without hope without hope there is no brighter tomorrow man there's hope man christ has provided us hope god has provided us hope that even though the the day is dark man that we have to have hope that we can make tomorrow brighter we want to say thank you to all of our fans we appreciate all your comments and messages please please follow us on itunes soundcloud google play Fitcher radio facebook twitter and instagram you can search us under the roommates podcast and hey If you like what you heard today, we need you to tell your friends about us. Share the podcast on your social media. Be our ambassadors. Let the people know where they can experience their best hour of the week. We are the roommates. And that's as the Conduit Podcast Network. Boom.